Hello, friends. We are your co-host, Hallie and Taylor, and we are back in action with another episode of Let's Talk About Smut. Sup, babies. If- Hi, Tay. Hey, I'm here. Hey. I kind of interrupted you, but I just, I'm too excited. <laughs> so we actually like attempted to record this episode yesterday and it just did not go well. And we just, of course, rant all the time. Um, so hopefully this episode will be a little bit shorter. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully. Um, if you are new here, welcome. This episode is going to be a little different than previous ones, but don't worry. We will still bring our sarcastic and inappropriate humor to keep you laughing along with us. This episode, we will be talking about Priest by Sierra Simone. We have seen this book all over our book talk and Instagram, but when our dear friend and listener Kate told us she wanted to listen to our thoughts on this one, we just had to do it for her. We, we love, love Kate. you, Kate. Kate, you are a girl. She you is. My girl, Kate. <laughs> Kate is one of the most supportive and kind human beings I think we've met in this book community since we've started. So please give her a follow on Instagram at Kate Reads Romance. She's amazing. So we love you, Kate. And thank you for telling us about Priest. Yeah, we appreciate all the DMs and <laughs> glad that you share our same overall thoughts. <sighs> I just don't even know. Like I oh okay. All right. She makes she makes us feel like we're not entirely crazy. Because she, she's crazy she, too. She gave saying. us some validation, that is for sure. <laughs> Yes. Um, if you have listened to us before, you know that we usually do a book breakdown where we basically retell the story beginning to end, giving our reaction to commentary. But we decided to do something a little different this episode, specifically with Priest. Um, we did enjoy the smut in this book, but the plot and storyline just wasn't our favorite, which we'll be getting into that later. And we never want to spend our time with y'all just giving a ton of negative energy to an author or a specific book. There's a fine line between giving an honest review with substantial reasons why it was or wasn't your favorite and then just plain out bashing it. Um, Ran. Yeah, which is what we were doing yesterday. So I, th- I think we'll be good now because we got it out of our system and we're coming to the table not severely on one like we were yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we do try to keep in mind that authors and readers are still human beings and they have feelings and we don't want to be just giant cunts to them because no, that's not our, that's not what this podcast was for. No. Um, and I'm glad I had time to get out my feelings. Yes. I, I'm, I'm glad we checked ourselves. The th- thoughts, comments, and concerns I had. I think more people need to check themselves sometimes, especially yeah. when you're sharing things with people that don't necessarily know you personally, so they can't really... I don't really understand like where your heart is, if it's from a malicious place or a judgmental place or it's just all in fun. So instead, we are going to summarize the plot and the characters, give our brief overall ratings for what we liked and what we didn't like, and then we're going to get into the spiciest hell smut scenes because let's be honest, that's what we're here for and it's what we love and Sierra Simone can write a damn smut scene, okay? Who girl. Ooh, girl. So it's, it's going to be a hot one. I mean, I feel like I say that all the time, but spicy so without further ado this is your official spoiler warning for this episode and let's turn it over to taylor to take us through our ratings and trigger warnings this is my first time ever giving trigger warnings so like do not come at me if there's something i missed but if anything like um systemic sex abuse discussions of suicide religion sin um some mild bdsm strip club scenes or rough sex play is 
not something you want to hear. This would probably not be the best book for you. Um, so that is kind of your official trigger warnings. And then with this book, there is a second warning we're going to give, and that is a religion warning. I mentioned that in the trigger warnings, but per usual, you know how Hallie and I are. We use humor to get through anything that makes us a little uncomfortable. Um, Hallie and I both grew up in the church, so please do not take anything that we say um, to heart or really, you know, that we're trying to make anyone upset. So this is kind of your warning to know that we will talk about some things that do, you know, include religion. Obviously this book is called priest. So yeah, I think, I think if you're reading, if you've read this book, you're open to some criticism there or like some different views that normal people have would not be reading about. So (laughs) exactly. So I think, I I think we're, I think you're in the right space, you know, but just in case you never know. You so never I know. appreciate the warning. Of course. So, Hallie, I will go ahead and ask you, what was your overall rating for this book? So, um, I gave this book a 2.5 out of 5. And very similar to you. I'm, I, th- I, think, I think we need to um, – we've never done this before. I think we need to explain our personal five-star rating scale, and w- then maybe you can see why this was this rating – um, our one star is kind of pretty much like a DNF. It's a did not finish. The only reason we would finish it is if we had to podcast about it, but that's probably not going to happen because, again, we don't really want to spend an episode just being assholes towards an author or a book. Um, two stars, we finished it. It was okay. Had its pros and cons. Most likely was missing or lacking a key story element for us. Three stars, we really enjoyed it overall. Maybe not reread it, but we enjoyed it. Four stars, love the book, would recommend it. Great story, great smut all around. Five stars are our ride or die books. Um, we will passionately argue with anyone that tries to slander this book in any way. <laughs> I'll come for you. Yeah, we respect your opinion and we respect your opinion. With but I don't. This book. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, like our five stars are just like, these are the books that will be etched into our headstones when we die. Like these are it for us. So- with that all being said, our explanation there, I gave it a 2.5. What was yours? I gave it a two out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. This was a tough, this was a tough read for me. Um, you know, we texted about it a little back and forth. Again, we try to, you know, keep everything pretty live for you. We and tried, we tried to podcast it yesterday. <sighs> didn't we work. tried. It did not work out. So <laughs> I, you know, there was something about this book that just like struck a chord in me that I did not know was there. Um, and it's not like I, like it struck a chord in me in a bad way. It's just, um, I, I don't know. I am. I'm yeah. literally just confused, Hallie. Like I well, don't. Maybe by the end we will know why. Maybe. I, yeah. Maybe I think there we'll are some reasonings, obviously, and some explanations that I will give as we get into this. But yes, I'm just, I'm in a state, I'm in a state of confusion. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> If you are just listening for this review portion, um, I'll give you just a few bullet points of what we liked and what we didn't like, um, just from a general standpoint. We were really intrigued by this concept of a Catholic priest falling for one of his parishioners, and I think Sierra Simone had some balls to take on a book like this, um, and we respect her for it immensely. If you're an author, especially in today's world, with like cancel culture and everyone's so just sensitive and you can offend anyone just by breathing. It feels like sometimes she did the damn thing and I can respect someone for having the balls to do it. 
So snaps for her. Um, yes, snaps all around for Sierra for taking this on. Um, I personally really enjoyed the first half of the book, um, but towards the midway through end, it just became really competitive um, with especially Tyler. Uh, just some of the things he was doing and his feelings. It was kind of like you were on this like cycle with him. And I was like, I'm ready to get off the roller coaster now. We get it. I'm ready to move on. The, again, the smut was phenomenal. We liked the dirty talk for the most part. There are a few things as we'll get into that maybe we didn't like, but we I found, didn't like. Yeah, we, 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 we learned a lot about ourselves in this book. I think that's why I'm confused. There is, you know, mm-hmm. I had this thought in my brain because I do. I have loved every alpha male we have read. And in this, it's just a, it's a dominance factor that I'm just like, but I think eh. it's because it was in like an inconsistency and kind I of think so like too. cycle, you know, like either be an alpha male or not. Or dot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or dot. Do not dot. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think inconsistencies was the big, the big thing for us kind of a con from like a storyline element. Um, and also I think the, for us, like we've discussed, I think only having a book in a male point of view, I it's think- a tough read. Yeah. Um, at first, I was like really interested and like, oh, this is different. I've never read a book like strictly from a male point of view. But I do think that decision for me and my enjoyment, for Taylor's enjoyment, I think if it was a dual point of view, I think I would have enjoyed it better. Well, it would have just give, given more depth to the story. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like- we talked about a little bit. It is a woman writing in a male's perspective and how they think men think. And that's not me saying that like Sierra Simone didn't go out of her way to research this because when you read this, the way that religion is described in this is absolutely beautiful. Stunning. And it's, it's so, so creative. Good. Yes. So creative how it's she did so it. It's so good. I mean, it's like that's what I'm saying. Like when we give our ratings, I don't want you to think like, don't take your time to read it. This may a hundred percent be your cup of tea. It just, for us, like Hallie said, there were some things where we just wanted more, you know? And I feel like we say that all the time. I feel like we are the worst podcasters because we're like, just, just give us more. Okay. We're ungrateful bitches. We're ungrateful. (laughs) I'm a greedy bitch. No, I do. I think it's just, for me, I think if it didn't have just Tyler, because I didn't really like Tyler, honestly. Like, as all around, I didn't really like him. And so, yeah, therefore, when he's your main storyteller, it made me just not kind of, eh, with the book. But I if think you it liked also, him, great. That is your cup of tea. It just wasn't mine. And that's okay. I think I, like I was talking about with Hallie, I just, um, I listened to half of this on Audible because uh, I was traveling a lot this week. And then I read the first half of it. So I was getting a lot more enjoyment, not having his voice in my head (laughs) and then listening to it on audible, just like, Oh my God. I almost told Hallie, I was like, we got to pay. I I literally almost called her and was like, we got to get another book. Like, I'm sorry, listeners. Like I was like, I can't. She was like, nah, bitch, you finishing for the fam. And I was like, all right, fine. So it was just, I mean, there are a few characters in here that are my point, like half points. That's yeah. what helps me the Millie. most. <laughs> Millie. <laughs> She's a half pointer um, and some things like that. But Hallie, we talked about the smut scenes a little bit and how great they are. What was your spice rating? Um, I gave this a four and a half out of five. Ooh, I gave it like a three. I know. Yeah, I think Hallie and I talk about kind of just our rating skills in general. We 
both have different, we won't go into both of our rating scales. I mean, mine is just based simply on the type of sex. Hallie's was a little bit more of how much sex. Yeah, it was the type, but then also, yeah, like if you counted the amount of sex scenes in a book, it was like, like again, this book to me, and I think Taylor agrees, it was like 80% smut. Oh, it is. It's 20% plot where you don't, I mean, it's like a, a porn movie we've all seen. But yes, <laughs> it really was. It was like an Oscar-winning in- porn oh, film that yes. we've seen. Yes, it was. Like, there's a twist, and you're like, oh, the twist, and then it's like, oh, okay, of course, you know, so. The twist in the last two chapters, and then I was just enraged, so, yeah. It was hard okay. to, yeah, there's a couple things. I think that's why my lingering thoughts, I was like so, ah, because I was still pissed about this twist that happened two, two chapters before the ending, so I was yeah. still coming off of that. <laughs> there would have been more happiness for me if, like, the book didn't. Like, if it just was happily ever after, I think I would have been like, you know what? Hell yeah. But then the yeah, twist. I mean, the con- and then the content the- was there. I just yeah. didn't agree 100% with the way she structured the story. I think it's really the story structure that I have an issue with that made it a book. But that's okay. Because but the, the smut, smut made up for it. Listen, the smut was why I finished it. And we why are I told here. You, you had to finish it. I know. Because, like, <laughs> we are here for smut podcasts. Like, our job is to not be literary critics. Like, you know, we're about, we're like starting on arc reading, which is like, what's up? I'm so excited. We had an author reach out to us. I can't wait to learn pumped. more. We can't know, wait to know what to do. So maybe then we will become literary critic geniuses. But right now, our job we're is gonna, to deliver we're gonna stick to what we know. smut, bitches. And we know <laughs> some good smut scenes. We know it makes a good smut scene. So that's, that is what we are here. We are professionals in that. Okay. We are professionals. All right. Well, like we said, this is going to be a little bit different than we usually do. We're going to go ahead and just kind of get the the plot out there, just give you a brief summary so you understand the timeline. And because we're going to jump around from a couple things. Um, yeah. So again, we'll just we go from there. Are, we are, if you are listening past this point, your official spoiler warning right here, you have already read this book. That is the way the discussion is going to go. Like, you already know what we're talking about. If it's not in chronological order, whatever, you know what scenes we're talking about, okay? Correct. So, Hallie, without further ado, um, do you mind kind of give us a little bit of a summary of this plot? Just timeline, just so we know where we're at. Yeah. So, the book is basically about a 29-year-old priest named Father Bell, who um, is a priest at St. Margaret's in Missouri, Weston, Missouri, um, and one day in his confessional, a girl walks in who is not religious, never been to confessional. Her name is Poppy. This is our female lead here. And Poppy is kind of in a place in her life where she's kind of at a crossroads of who she is and who she wants to be in her life and kind of this identity crisis, I think. She's dealing with some of these, they call it carnal sins, um, like her desires and her fantasies and her kinks and everything. So she comes to God to get some clarity, I feel like. Um, and so she meets Tyler. And, of course, Tyler and her are, like, instantly attracted to each other. They act like two little teenagers who were, like, 15 and just found out they have hormones. And, like, um, what they, sex could be. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. even what it is. But, like, maybe what this be. is how this works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they start this inappropriate relationship. Um inappropriate because he is a priest and he is you know, not allowed to marry. He's not allowed to give in to these sexual temptations. Um, and the whole conflict here is that, but also because Tyler's sister, Lizzie, um, 
she committed suicide when she was 19, I think. Yep. Um, and it was due – Tyler found her. She um, hung herself. Tyler found her in the garage. Um, and it was because she was abused by their childhood priest growing up. And Which is the it, same church that Tyler, that Tyler is, now is at. the priest of now. Yes. Um, and then whenever she died in her suicide note, she ended up talking about the other victims of this abuse in the church. And so – it kind of just blew up in their, their small Missouri town there. Um, and Tyler now, his whole mission in life, the core of who he is, is to give the church back trust and know that not all priests are going to do this. He's here to right this wrong. Um, and he's here to kind of modernize this church. Um, and he's doing it all like – with with for Lizzie, like yes. it's like this redemption for Lizzie. It's you know he practices the faith and is a part of the clergy and got his calling to God because um, of Lizzie. And now he's like, I'm going to right these wrongs. Correct. So it's a very so, very big emotional connection to him. Yes. Not only is it like I feel like I mean every priest you have to. This is something that is a core to who you are to live your, you know, live your life for God like this. But for him, there's also this like avenge, avenging that he wants to do for his sister and his family um, and this town really. Um, so him getting into the sexual relationship with Poppy, his parishioner, you can see why this is going to be a big conflict here. <laughs> yeah. Especially with everything that's just gone on, which is very, very short, a short amount of time. It's like, Ooh, you know? Yeah. So, that's kind of where this book goes. And eventually you get to – we'll talk about Poppy's ex, um, Sterling, that comes into play towards the end of the book. So the book basically is that. It's them trying to figure out, is Tyler going to quit being a priest and be with Poppy or not? And how they're going to navigate this inappropriate relationship. And then having crazy fucking sex. Crazy crazy literally every Hot. after chapter six i think literally every, chapter has, every chapter has something yeah so that's like the plot summary there again it's very simple plot the emotions in it are not simple but like, it's a very simple plot it's an inappropriate forbidden relationship they're gonna try to figure it out okay let's talk about our characters here father bell is a 29 year old priest um he has been a priest for three years so he's very new into this position his priesthood i feel like um, backstory, I did not grow up Catholic. Um, I did grow up in the church. I was Methodist, small town Methodist. Um, Taylor, though, is my resident Catholic professional over here in this book. Hello. She knows all about it. <laughs> yeah, so there was times when, and it is, like when we've talked about it, the way Sierra writes religion into this, it is so creative and it is so good. And Catholicism in general, um, she says this one thing, like, I, if you are Catholic, read this book because, like, the the themes in it and the way religion is written about made me feel so good in mm -hmm. how I think about this faith. I'm not going to say, like, I did. I grew up, went to a Catholic school. I was going to mass at least twice a week for my whole entire life. I had one mm -hmm. stint, one year in public school. I'm not – I'm not – that wasn't me. <laughs> so <laughs> I – weak-ass bitch, honey. <laughs> I scurried right on back to my Catholic school. Um. So, you know, very involved in the church. My grandmother is extremely religious. Um, my mom is 
very devout. Like there's lots of things, but he, there's a time when he's giving his homily that is so beautiful. He calls it like an active religion because when you see Catholicism, it's very, lots of rituals, lots of, you know, they call us like a sit, stand, kneel kind of mass, yes. which is the truth, but it, it seems it, very rigid. Like, yes, it does. Like so you can't walk into a church. Absurd, yeah. But then when I read it from this point of view, the way you, he, she described it, like you said, I was like, huh. Yeah. And it makes you think like, cause you know, like with a Methodist church, like Hallie, I feel like I could attend a Methodist church with you and in a way blend in. Like, I I hate saying that that way, but like nobody would know unless I was like, I'm the only Catholic here. What's up? (laughs) Like, you know, they, in a Catholic church, it is very obvious if you have never been to mass before. It's like you're doing a dance and I don't even know. I don't even. Right. It's, and it's it's like almost like I always say, it's a Catholic club. You know, you've been raised in it. You do all these things. Like I went to CCD. I did all of these things. So there are things, there were funny times when you can look on our, our Instagram because we were having some text conversations and I was trying to explain some things to Hallie and she was like, what is going on? Yeah, like, like what, what is that thing they say? She was like, what are you doing behind closed doors, Taylor? Like, I want to know. This is a ride. <laughs> this is, whew. So, yeah, great, great tops about that. But, yes, and then we meet Poppy. She is, do we ever learn her age, Hallie, or is she just kind of around the same age? She's, I, I think she's just, like, around the same age. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of, like, so Father Bell is a priest, but – He's not what I considered like a stereotypical priest. No. He's he not. is good very looking, hot, runs <laughs> with his shirt off. Yeah, which is Britney Spears. Um he he doesn't wow, I'm having deja vu so hard right now. Um, this is weird. Okay. I mean, I know we did this yesterday a little bit, but no. Wow, okay. Wow. Sorry. Just got really freaked out. I swear I'm like telepathic. I dream things and they happen. Does that ever happen to you? Are you okay? Like, no, I'm, I get freaked out. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I swear to God, I had this exact I dream. wish you guys just watched. Hallie looked like she just had a stroke on camera. God just struck me down right here. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Uh, you want to take I'm going to bring it back. Um, Tyler okay. is not your average priest. Uh, he kind of loathes this old-fashioned confessional booth. Um, for reconciliation hours. He doesn't follow the old rules of penance. Um, he, like, drifts off during confessional sometimes. I'm sure priests do, but, like, you don't ever hear about it, you know? Yeah. Um, he spends time at, like, the local bars watching sports and, like, With, smoking like, cigars. people in his church. Yes. He has this much more, like, hands-on, relaxed way with his parishioners, I feel like. His favorite TV show is The Walking Dead, and he spends hours on, like, Reddit threads. He wears jeans and an Armani belt with his uniform. Yeah, like, he's not – he's not what I thought when I was growing up. Like, he was straight up not Father Patterson. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, at my like my school and my home church, like – If you would have seen your priest no. running around with the shirt off, what would you have done? Screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Cried. Called my mom. It's time to go home. <laughs> Something's happening. I don't know what, but there's currently something happening, and I need to yes. go. I need to go. I don't need to be witness to this, Mom. Yes. yes. Um, Get me out of here. So, yeah. So, then we meet- Then we meet Poppy. Poppy. She is a- I Rich girl. It. She's a rich girl. She's got everything she wants. She's got a ton of privilege. Her parents- Went to the best know. boarding school. Yeah. Graduated from Dartmouth with her MBA. Dart mouth. Dart mouth. <laughs> 
I'm telling you, the country's going to come out on, on this one. So yeah, she's she's like that, and then she is a runaway. She, you know, they get into a conversation about it, and it's not like super important, but she's a runaway. She says she's not her typical type of runaway. She just graduated college, realized everything that was going on in her life, the debutante ball, the debutante balls, the charities, all of these things. You know, her parents very much. She was the favorite child, especially of her yeah. father's, and he would kind of like show pony her around, yes. and she just realized. The day she graduated from an Ivy League school that, you know what? I'm out. I'm out, bitches. She, yeah. she leaves a voicemail on her dad's phone. See ya. Pieces out. Gets in the pa- car. Packs her Fiat. Packs her little Fiat up. And, and she ha- rolls. Where does she go? In New York City. She goes to New York City, realizes, you know. Not for she, me. She gets a job. She thinks it's for her last name, which probably sis. And she's like, this still isn't for me. So she packs up the Fiat again. Again. <laughs> and she said she just kept driving until she didn't want to drive anymore. And that got her to, oh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Which is. And she's in Kansas City at a bar thinking she's going to be a waitress or something. Which is like, I have feelings. But <laughs> God, use your privilege and use your education for the right reasons. You do not want to be a waitress unless you have to be a waitress. Like, and I'm not making fun of waitresses at all. But any waitress would come to me Because you were like, one for like 50 yes, years. You, they would never be like. Yeah, this is the solidest profession. Deal with motherfucking people all day complaining to you. Can I yeah, get more ranch? <laughs> Can I fucking? I wanted no ice. My child poked a hole in the styrofoam. I want a cheeseburger with no cheese. Now it's everywhere. <laughs> like, God, it's not what you want, girl. Okay? So she does that. Clearly, Taylor and I did not come from this life of privilege of no. like Poppy has. Oh, my God. Like... I would live if I had a last name. They were like, "Here's a here's a career super gone." <laughs> you ain't got to have done twice, okay? <laughs> Me and my school loans say fucking otherwise. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh, it's poetic," and I'm like, "There's nothing poetic. It's a tragedy. And, Don't and then, like, do it." I hate when Father Bell's like, "Oh, it was so brave, bitch! So brave. brave that you did that." It's not brave. Brave would have been staying. <laughs> <laughs> Use that degree, honey. That would have been brave. <laughs> but whatever. It's fine. Poppy, she, Danforth, yeah. whatever. Yeah. She's at this bar, you know, in the dumps. And this bartender comes up to her and is telling her about this exclusive nightclub where they're looking for girls like her. They're looking for rich-looking girls, for the wasp, waspy girls, okay? And we get all this information because she's in a confessional with Father Bell. And the way that these confessionals go – is not in any way realistic to me. And I'm not even Catholic, but I know it's not realistic. It's not. Um, I will say the only thing that is realistic is the confessional booth itself. There is a confessional booth. She talks about there being a screen. Something in, in Catholicism is when you do um, go to confession, you can choose to have a screen. And the priest always, at least in my church, don't come at me, other Catholics, <laughs> if I'm wrong. But there's a screen. It remains closed. You have the option of sliding it open if you'd like to do a face-to-face thing. I never did. <laughs> um, so Did yeah. you ever go into deep detail of all your sexual experiences? Because that's what Poppy does. Well, I told my pre – like I sobbed when – because – I'm sure you had this too. Like growing up in the church, like premarital sex is like not it, especially in Catholicism. It is Cardinal super sin. Don't do it. not it. So um, I remember I did because I felt – I didn't feel bad about having sex. And I was having like issues with not feeling bad about that. And yeah. I was Which like – Which is what Poppy kind of – Right. 
her little feelings toward what she does. Which and the priest let me know real quick I should feel bad about it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, after that, down. <laughs> I kept my confessions like, I didn't do my homework. I talked back to my mom. Uh, I got a speeding ticket. <laughs> no, that's about it. Sorry. And they'd be no, like, these, no sex over here. They would be like, that is not. It's not even a confess. Like, what, what are you? Con- <laughs> Why are we recounting your day, Taylor? <laughs> like, so, and we had to go to confession once a month in school. Mm, no, no. So, yeah, no. Um, Poppy in these confessionals, we get her story, and it's the only time we're ever in her point of view is when she's confessing these things to Tyler, and she's already like looked up Tyler. Like she knows he's hot and young, and she's already like feeling it. And I got the impression, especially in the beginning, she knew what she was doing here. She's she, a temptress. Oh, she is, which I can appreciate. Well, and that's because it comes from Father Bell and sometimes Daddy Bell's point of view. That's why I feel like having Poppy's point of view would have been nice because then you just develop this opinion about her. And then I felt bad developing the pin- an opinion about her and i was it just got like, a little too stereotypical with like oh especially within the church like the female is the one that's the seductress and she did this to the man and like whatever yeah it feels very old testament very quick yeah so she's in these confessionals when we get her backstory she was at this bar heard about this exclusive club and she ended up getting a job there for like three years she was a stripper at this nightclub this nightclub, though, isn't elite. like a typical club. It um, was like invitation only. It was a hidden place. It only had a certain clientele that could afford $500 coat checks and $1,000 lap dances. There was a two-drink maximum for its its patrons. Um, there was like no touching, basically, unless the stripper wanted you to. Like you pay um, for it, I guess. I don't – Yeah. Um, it wasn't like your typical thing. It was definitely more highbrow. Like there, there were millionaires in this club, and that was it. I don't know how um, many millionaires are in Kansas City. Maybe that. Maybe makes we me, should go. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we take a field trip. My husband will pit me out for a thousand dollars. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's just try it out. Let's kidding. just see. That was a and joke, have listeners. A, a millionaire convention. We just want to know how many of you in this bitch, okay? So, I'm, I'm sorry. Like if anyone's from fucking Kansas City, <laughs> I'm like sorry. I don't know. I think it's in the. I think it's like Dorothy, and <laughs> she's like the modern day Dorothy. And also, my favorite thing is like Kansas City. I don't even think is in Kansas. So I, it's in Missouri, I think. But I always think it's in it's Kansas. It's like on the state or it's line. vice versa. I don't know. We're idiots. Geography yeah, is not what I'm here for. Okay. But yeah, so she has this job at this club and she loves it, loves it. She feels no guilt about what she's doing. Um, Half of it is because she is just like a sexual person and she feels power with these men. Like you have, think about it, it's like a power move for her. It's like you have these men that are basically like her father that she grew up with who all the father's friends, you know, this life that she like didn't want. But now they're all like lusting over her. It's kind of like a way for her to like stick a middle finger up, I feel like. Like it's like, haha, look at you, look at me. <laughs> um That's so she not loves how it. I would go about it, but for sure. No. <laughs> she loves it. Loves it, loves it, loves it. Eventually she ends up leaving whenever her ex-boyfriend shows up. Her ex-boyfriend, Sterling Hagerford, who we meet. Um, the third. The third. 
who um, is a little creepy. He stalks her, basically. Yeah, like she left school. He stalked her for three years, found her here. Yes, he, he knew she was in this club when he showed up. And Sterling was like her number, like her first everything. First love, first time having sex, thought she was going to marry him. And so he like randomly went and married someone else. And so he, he shows up in this moment of her like questioning everything. She's super lonely at this point. So of course, like always, your ex comes knocking. They always know when you're in the shitter, you know? Like they're like, haha, she's having a bad time. Let me come knock on her door. And then what do you do? You fuck your ex. We've they, all been there. They they know. <laughs> they know. It is like we a all know. fuck boy ex radar. They're like, oh, she's having a bad day. Let me fuck knock, her. Knock, knock. Let's go. Let's make her day even worse, which he does. Um, he ends up telling her that like the reason he didn't marry her was because she's not proper. She was always made to be a whore, not a wife. He's an ass, total ass. Like, and she knows it. But again, I think we've all been there with an ex. It's like toxic. It's just, oh, Britney Spears, toxic. Anybody? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of Britney Spears references in this podcast. <laughs> it's in the air and it's all around. Everyone drink if you're drinking. If you're playing a drinking game, can you singing. feel it now? <laughs> Poppy can. Poppy <laughs> can feel it. Um, and she knows it's wrong, but she still does it anyway because she's lonely. And we've all been there. You know, we've you're all like, been there. I'm at my lowest of my low. Getting let's some, let's getting do it some again. Ex boyfriend, you're probably gonna cry during sex. Um, leave feeling awful. Um, Am I explaining my no no that's not me. Am I explaining my my past relationships? That's not me. Am I explaining my college experience? I'm sorry, that's not me. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> um. So yeah, but as she's as she's doing this, she's explaining this in such vivid detail. It's basically like sexting, but she's not texting. You're just. I mean, she. It's just not what you would say to anyone of a certain clergy level <laughs> no because like in one of her and we'll get there because they have like some sex confessional scenes and we're kind of going to just roll through the sex scenes so you see them all but she does she goes into like vivid vivid fucking detail about her sexual experience with sterling like i was like you remembered a lot <laughs> <laughs> like like you Wow. You, you really, you put that one away. You bookended that and you said, this is something I'm going to repeat often. We dog-eared that memory for a it while. Was a, it was an Oscar-winning yes. monologue, if you yeah. will. <laughs> so, and Tyler's like, of course, turned on, like yeah. wants to hear more, wants her. And then eventually he knows. He knows it's wrong. He tries to know. Well, he's like battling with these things, to, like these things too. Like he's a young priest. He like let he makes sure that we know that he was a fucking apex of, <laughs> of a predator, of a <laughs> sexual being, sexual deviant. And he did everything. And he's so fucking just. I don't know. I have to keep the beast trapped. Like I just like <laughs> yeah. that shit. I was like, dude, bro. And no. I know that's how men think about themselves. They're like, I'm a fucking. Um, <laughs> like this dick this is it like this dick's 10 inches ain't honey, nobody got a dick like this <laughs> like and you're like 
Okay. <laughs> We've all had it. We know, honey. Yeah, we know how it, that works. Okay? You're, I'm on top of you, and you're going at an erratic pace, and I'm just trying to keep up. Okay? <laughs> like My thighs are burning. <laughs> like, this isn't it for me. Okay? So that is very much oh, Father Bell. Funny. So he's, like, battling with all these things. You have Poppy, who's, like, playing into this. She's kind of a temptress, whatever, whatever. And <sighs> eventually his control snaps. Yeah, but eventually they obviously they fuck. Like, it's just like I hate like I hate that because but Hallie, before we get into like what is going on here, I want everyone to know before we roll through these sex scenes, he is in a constant shame spiral. And that is what sucks in this book for me about alpha males. Because it's like you either need to be it, you've already decided like I'm gonna break this vow of chastity that is a part of being a priest and whatever. And he, every time they have a sex scene or in the middle of the sex scene, he'll be like, he'll like look at the crucifix and he's like, I'm sorry. And it's just like, yeah. What gets me is in the middle of the sex scene, because what happens is it as a reader, it like takes me out of it. And then you get tossed right back in when he's like, nah, be daddy bail. Yeah. And what it does, I think, is it, because we only have his point of view here, it gives Poppy this characteristic of, oh, she's just using sex to like manipulate him almost and to like bring him back to be with her. And that just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. I mean, it was just like, okay, yes, you were toxic with Sterling, but like this is a toxic relationship too. Um, You're just having sex and it's only been like three weeks, four weeks and Tyler's like, I'm in love. I'm going to marry her. But they're not having any conversations about, okay, well, are you going to leave your church or no? And then when they do have those conversations, Tyler completely avoids it. Which, you know what, I will say here. Like, I imagine – we're saying this as readers because, like, we just wanted him to figure it out, right? Yeah. And it gets monotonous for us. But in reality – It was repetitive. In the beginning when it initially was there, I understood it and I thought it was beautiful. The way she wrote his suffering, it was relatable. After we had our first times having sex, we've already talked about this. Like, I felt so much shame and, like, sobbed, cried after. I get where he's coming from. I I appreciated the emotions here. The issue was it was just so repetitive and happened during every single time they were together afterwards. And it was just 80% of, like, this cycle. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I, I, what I think Callie and I are trying to get across is we get it. If this was happening in the real world, I'm sure these are things that are rotating through a priest's mind. I mean, I guess. I've never been a priest. I don't know. But, you know, rotating through his mind. So it's probably a very realistic view. But for the reader, it's like, oh, my God, we have 20 chapters of this. (laughs) Like, pick a side. We get it. Like, leave the church or don't. Yeah. So – So one day after her confession, he finally snaps and they don't have sex necessarily, but there is some fondling going on. Some dirty, dirty fondling. They do what I call the the hot sanctuary. Yes. (laughs) And that's that. So they're at the piano and their first time. Bends her over. Bends her over the piano, gives her the old lickeroo. (laughs) <laughs> from behind and from she's behind. never she's never had anyone go down on her like what which to me like poppy where girl which is like she's you so need to pick better men 
well, she's that. And she's like, I'm such a sexual being. And I'm like, bitch, that's the first thing you should have asked for on the menu. <laughs> you did this wrong, honey. Yeah. Like, tell them <laughs> what's up. But like, you want this? I get it. Work for it. Like, I kind of get that in a bit because like, there was like a time in my life where I thought like, oral sex to me was like, like getting eaten out was weird. Like, I just was oh like, yeah, there's so a lot of insecure. women that are that way. Yeah. Well, it's just like it was so insecure and like a hair out of place, like would freak me out. And I'd be like, it's yeah. just like don't go down there. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm me and her are two different entities. I don't know what she's doing. She doesn't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't go there. And now I'm like, this you can go you down get. there anytime you want. Okay, this is this is it. She ain't changing. We love her now. We we girls and we figured it That's out. That's my main bitch down That's there. That's my main bitch. Okay, we take we can't her take care of her, and she's sacred. So be she nice. will take care of you. <laughs> Literally. So do that, and then the hot dog. What I was telling with Hallie is um to me is when the penis does not go inside the vagina but it just rolls through the lips I so it's just, just said that, a hot dog you're right it's just a whoop, right in the middle because again yeah. he thinks if I actually penetrate it's wrong it's of it's of of the vow is done but if I dry hump her it's maybe it's fine. not as bad <laughs> and because he's so pent up with sexual energy from three years of not having any because he's so fucking (laughs) (laughs) he's the fucking man (laughs) so annoying he Um, lets us know so much it's so annoying and they have i do like the first couple scenes though where they're not having sex only because it's so like high school like high school and like you're just like starting things it's like (gasps) he touched my breast oh my god like it's like Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was here. And the dirty talk was to me fabulous until he, we, we agree that the little lamb is just not. No. I have a serious issue with this. And that's where something where I'm confused because I feel like <laughs> as I read these uh, smut books, I like have a very, um, like in my own sex life, it almost makes me feel like if I feel some way about something in a book, it's probably not something I enjoy. And it's not Correct. something like I, my husband and I are very babe, and then, like, we shorten our names when we talk yeah. to each other. So it's, like, babe or T. Like, that's what I am in my home. Um, and then he's just babe or Steven. <laughs> so. Big Steve. So, yeah, I just, like, baby girl, especially, oh, my God, little lamb. Or sweet girl. Please don't ever fucking call me that. I'm good with, like, certain names in the moment. No, <laughs> but little lamb, little lamb is not it. I've just realized I'm a very quick and dirty type of person. Like I'm like, it's not like I want my sex to be quick, but it's like, I'm just quick and dirty. Right. Like I want, you just want to get to it. Like, I know what like, we know what's going on here. Like, just do what I like. I'll do what you like. And then let's go. Like, I don't need this. You're like, just a horny hoe. Well, I don't I'm need you to be kidding. like baby girl and like stroke my fucking torso. Like, please yeah. do not. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. In certain, certain, not every time, but certain instances. But Little Lamb was just not it for me. Um, If you want to hear my rendition of Mary Had a Little Lamb, please refer to her Instagram. Um, I'm not going to sing it because why did I think I think Taylor will like hang up. I probably will, but also I didn't. I wasn't on Little Lamb last night. I was when you said that to me. I was thinking it was like row, row your row your boat, and I was like, this doesn't even make any fucking sense. Mary had a little lamb, little <laughs> lamb, little lamb. But I did a Tyler version, very yeah. dirty. 
I wasn't I'm not going to sing it again. But I Thank love you. how you did row, row, row your boat. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, row, row. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Oh, I my God. I'm know. so fucking stupid. Wow. Okay. Now that we've settled that. Yeah. Uh, they're in the middle of a sanctuary. It was hot. I thought it was hot. Um, but again, we do this thing where in the middle of it, he's like looking up at the crucifix and like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. Woe is me. And then like, bam, we're back into it when she comes. Like, okay. So then, of course, after this, he is just shame spiraling again. That's what we do here. We have sex and then we shame spiral the whole time. Yeah, that's that on that scene pretty much. I'll have to say. I thought it was hot. I loved it. I mean, it was it was hot. I think the... Like we've said, Sierra goes out of her way to put this in an uncomfortable position. And the first time they finally touch and like have some sexual interaction, um, I mean, straight up in a church in the middle of the day, like anybody could walked in. Because yeah. I think churches are like open 24 hours, right? Like God's on, God does not stop. So like so, you can yeah. go in there whenever you want, I think. God, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. God's not up right now. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to come back. Um, so that moves us to, because Tyler can't. He's still like, all right, you know what? Fine, whatever. They have like this kind of tiff um, at the pancake breakfast situation. And he's they get into it. He doesn't see Poppy for a few days. And then he goes to sleep one night and it's 2 a.m. And then all of a sudden he gets a whole knock, knicky knock. knock on his dough. And who could it be? Poppy with a bottle of scotch soaked. You see your nips. In a walking <laughs> dead t-shirt. Like, <laughs> it's just so like, of course, you of know, course, every, every man's wet dream is like, oh, she's wearing my favorite shows, but it's soaking wet with no bra. Like, and she's got a favorite, okay. my favorite scotch. Like yeah. we've never talked about that, but you know what? Poppy. She knows everything. Six, six cents for lovers. She knows. <laughs> yeah. This is their sixth sense, right? This is it. The so, walking dead. <laughs> She comes in, she apologizes, he like can't stop staring at her tits, and he like is like, all right, you can stay, I guess. So then I just love how he's like, oh, we can't do this. And then like she goes to leave and he's like, actually straddle me, let's do it again. Yeah. Okay. Like they talk for a little bit and then she's like, All right, I think I should go. And he's like, No, don't leave. Brings her back, straddles her. He's obviously hard. He's like, can tell. He's like, he wants one more time. He's like, all right, Poppy, let's just, let's just <laughs> do this and then we'll never do it again. So takes her to the kitchen, props her booty up on the counter and, oh, actually I lied to you. He doesn't. Aggressive blowjob. Yeah. This is the forceful blowjob, but. His first blowjob in three years. First BJ. <laughs> and on top of this, I, we say forceful because this is the scene where we learn that this is Poppy's kink. She likes rough sex play. She likes it being forced. She likes the chase of things. So does Tyler. Yeah, she likes being told what to do. She likes dominance, things like yes. that. So he tells her, get on her knees and to not suck his dick, but to lick it. So she, la 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 licky, likes a lollipop. Slobs the knob. Like corn on the cob. What is it? If you ever want to know, Taylor was from Georgia. It's from this song right here. What? Get on your knees, girl. Do your job. Like I think I like this song better than "Oops, I Did It Again" by Britney Spears. But no. But since he loves Britney Spears, we have to bring that in. Hallie, what's your song? Oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart. Okay, so everyone take double shots for these two because wow. 
<laughs> You're doing great. Um, so then they staff the blowjob. He props her booty up on the counter. And he has the idea that if this is going to be the last time, he wants to know what not just a woman's vagina feels like so he can save the moment. He wants to know what Poppy's badge he feels like. pop the puss. So like. <laughs> I just said that. It stopped me dead in my tracks. <laughs> Yeah, you just blanked out so hard. I so said that. that happens. Um, he puts in just the tip, tells her, don't move. <laughs> you know what this is? It's that um, TikTok where the ex-Mormon is explaining soaking. Um, and I learned what soaking was. And it's where apparently in the Mormon faith, when you were a teenager, you would just soak the dick and the vagina, but you wouldn't move it because then that wasn't technical intercourse but then also sometimes they would bring in their friends and like move the bed and that was okay because like he wasn't moving the bed was moving therefore it was fine this is literally like tyler's version of soaking i feel like yeah and this was his way of like again like i'm not breaking the vow because i'm not sticking it all the way in um just the tip (laughs) so then poppy like freaking she like doesn't move, but she throwing that thing in a circle. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. You know, this is great. It was hot. They're, they're like, yeah, it is hot because it's like – It was barely, hot. It's like barely touching. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's what I was yeah. like. It is. It's hot. It does take you back to your high school days where you're like, every small thing is so delightful. <laughs> <laughs> so does that. He comes. He wants to pull out. She's like, no. No. <laughs> I give want, me every drop. I give me every drop of it. <laughs> and I also love how my dog, if everyone just heard that, Hendrix yeah. started growling. He's growling because you're growling. <laughs> so he's, he gets it. Hendrix is part of the chat. <laughs> he's in this today. He's like, mom, stop talking about that. <laughs> Don't talk about that, mom. Uh, um, so sorry if you guys hear him growl for the next whatever. There's someone outside. The wind's blowing. Hendrix is upset about it. Then she's like, have a great day. Bye. So we meet Millie, who literally gets a half point um, on my rating scale because she is amazing. She brings yeah, so old much old woman, like red humor. hair. Yeah, she's like this. Voice you, of reason. Yes. If you've ever gone to a church, you know a Millie. Um, yes. You could actually probably walk around your neighborhood and find an old bat. That's yes. Millie. <laughs> like, yes. like, that is Millie. Um, so she basically tells him that she is, like, noticing there's a closeness between him and Poppy. So he freaks out. He's like, oh, my God, has someone seen me in these scenes? There's, like, a coffee scene, coffee shop scene where, you know, he's getting they're, like, coffee. like, inappropriately touching. And they're, like, inappropriately touching in a way, like, he's, like, touching her wrist. But, like, obviously it's not something you would expect from a priest. So Millie's like – Listen, we need her in this church. Don't mess it up. And on top of this, he she's like tells him like you're. She calls him what is it? Father, Pally? what a waste. Yeah, father, what a waste. And you know that you're she too thinks young and too cute and too like whatever. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have done that for, for doing a priesthood. Like basically, she loves him. She treats him like a second son, and she's like you know. It's okay. You're still a man. Like, you're still going to be tempted by these things. And Poppy is a great person. And if you want to leave the church, love is a fantastic reason 
to do that. Like God's not going to shun you for doing that. But her point is like, you don't have to, it's not one or the other. You don't abandon God if you choose Poppy, but you do have to make a decision here. And right. you can't, you need to be careful with what you're doing. Yeah. So I like how she was still like, I'm all for it. Like you're 29, you're young, you're in love, like this great girl, do it. But like you, eventually you're going to have to make a choice, honey. Right. And she hasn't like noticed anything between them other than the coffee shop. There's like a, a pancake breakfast. She like realizes there's tension in the air. Like Millie's just not dumb. You know, she's yeah. like. She's very aware of what's going on. I, I see what's going on. You're going to be more upset if you get caught is really what it is. Um, so then that moves us to what I think um, <laughs> was like the most what the fuck scene. Um, oh, which one? The anal scene? No, the altar. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. Let me scroll to that section of my notes really quick. I'm <laughs> sure I got some notes on this one. Let me tell you. Um, I'm going to need your help talking about this. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, they, uh, she like leaves on like a trip and she's like gone for three days. They've already now had this discussion where like, screw it. We know he's never going to stop, but I don't want to stop because at this moment with God in the sanctuary where they think God's like now shining down and blessing them, whatever. It was a beautiful scene. It, came, it, was, a, it, was, it was a beautiful scene. It was a coming scene. through, which my favorite was. It's like it's not God shining down. It's the moonlight coming through the stained glass windows. Like, yeah, calm come down. on. <laughs> um, so he's like, "Screw it, we're gonna do it, whatever." So like the day she's coming home, they have like phone sex scene, which I just have to talk about because I just love that he calls her and immediately is like, "Yo, I'm hard," and then she's like instantly like sprinting to her boss's office to masturbate. I'm just like, what? <laughs> What? She just like answers the phone. He's like, yo, bitch. Literally, yo, I'm hard. Yeah. And she's like, Sprinting. She, she, it's not normal phone sex. She asked the so stupid questions. Are your legs splayed? What? Are you using your fingers or your palm? Oh my God. Are you using your whole hand or your fingers? And then I'm just thinking of like just the fingertips on the. It reminds me of those tiny hands. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she, he's just like, beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. Yes. Like, no. Like, I was like, what? And then he decides to send her a video of him ejaculating. Which, Are you a dick pic person? Because I am not. I am not. Please don't send me a picture of your dick. I have no use I'm just going to laugh, honestly. Like, whether it's a good dick or not, I'm just going to laugh because it's a dick. <laughs> I will tell you, actually, the pictures I do like. And um, it's when, like, a mirror pic and um steven so like i had an internship and steven and i were apart for like four months like across, i was across the country in la and he was back at school and he would like sometimes to be like miss you and it would be like i couldn't see his pee pee but i could see the like like the v the v in him Ooh. and i would in his like Loved chiseled it. muscles from like working out and being yes. college fucking no that's bro. hot i would be that's like, hot that shit to me was like Mm, like I love that kind of stuff. I can just like a picture of an erect dick and that's it. I'm just like, did you ever get, did you, have you ever gotten a dick pic? Oh my God. Yeah. Like my ex-boyfriend was like, it was like a weird thing that he had. Like he just had to keep doing it. And I'm like, I... and then you feel, you know, then you feel guilty. Cause you're like, I don't want to like laugh in his face. 
Yeah, man, that's hot. Like, <laughs> you have to like play into it, you know? But Ooh, like, send like, me more. But yeah. Fucking please, dear God, wow. make this the last one. That's great. You're back so to me. Man. Anyways, back to me. <laughs> like, we don't care about your dick. I mean, we do, but like, yeah, it's just not a thing. For no, a certain time and places, if it's not a lot, like you said, like that kind of stuff, yes. But like when it's like a th- no, usually no. Usually it has to be a certain instance where I'm like into it. That what he did was not an instance for me. No. Please don't. I also, would rather you just dirty talk me, Tyler, because you're very good at it. Well just stick to the voice. Poppy decides Don't call me little lamb. <laughs> but you can keep talking. <laughs> Poppy decides that she's gonna uh send him a picture I can send pictures too, honey. With her fingers in her vag and her stiletto <laughs> on her boss's desk. And I'm like, what a fucking angle. Yeah. Like, also, like, I like, can't even put my foot. Like, I'm sitting at my kitchen counter right now. Like, I, if I even tried to, like, put my foot on the counter, like, you, like, what? Like, well, then I'm like, my fat rolls would just, like, you know, like, <laughs> it would just not be the best, but good for her. Well, like, good yeah. for her. Tyler clearly enjoyed it. Well, on top of that, we actually didn't bring up something else that, like, irritates the shit out of me <laughs> is rubbing of thighs. <laughs> like, my fucking cellulite Sally's, like, over here, like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Rub, rub, rub. You know, it was a man point of view, whatever. He's like, oh, her thighs were rubbing together. My, if my thighs are rubbing together, it's not voluntarily. They're just doing it because that is <laughs> how I'm built. Yeah, I'm chafing. Okay, yeah, it's like nothing more than that. I've got Arm and Hammer, whatever the <laughs> shit. Like, so I don't chafe while I run, buddy. Like, I would prefer them not to touch. Up. But here we are. Yeah, like <laughs> I didn't sleep my thighs alone. I didn't pick this fucking life. Okay, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, shut the fuck. Like it's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I, I really was like that. That for uh, me, little lamb rubbing of thighs. G bye. Yeah. So, so then, then they had this moment. Yeah. Then she comes home, and she's and like, like me "Should me I meet you in the? Should I meet you at my apartment or the church? Oh, meet me at the church. What? Why? Like you I mean, don't I get it? It's like the hot. It's gonna be part of the book. I get it. Well, we also had, didn't mention that she. Did, <laughs> we keep saying apartment because we're like, how could she ever? <laughs> but she yeah. bought the Anderson house, but <laughs> that's right. a that's block like away from the church. So it's like of a course. hop, skip, and a jump. And then creepy <laughs> ass Father Bell can like look down from his <laughs> rectory, which is his home, and see if she's actually home or not. Which is like what? But whatever. So she he comes to the church, and I'm gonna need help with the seat out. Hallie. She comes in the church. Again, she <laughs> shows up with a red short dress and black heels with red lipstick. Here we go back to Poppy being portrayed as like this harlot at the church. You know, like, which is fine. She looks hot. I'm I'm here for it. But it's like within the parameters of the story, it was just like so like male chauvinistic to me that it was just like, First of all, we're going to go to the church. If I'm going to the church at night, knowing we're about to do what we're about to do, I'm probably going to show up in like sweatpants and a hoodie, hoodie up. Nobody can see my face. That's just me. I'm going to look like a robber. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna like a homeless person who's there for the night for shelter, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not showing up in my red short dress, black heels, my red lipstick with my tits out for all the here. whole world to see. <laughs> I'm here for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, exactly. The holy dick. (laughs) (laughs) 
And she comes in, sits down a pew. Here comes Father Bell. Now and he they- grabs her, throws her against the door of the church, and just attacks her. But don't worry, this time he locks the door. I didn't think the church was supposed to be closed, but I guess it is for sex. This is office hours. <laughs> yeah. You have to schedule an appointment. Yeah. That's what this is. We are closed today. <laughs> Come Go on somewhere in. Else. <laughs> the Baptist is right down the street. Hang out there. <laughs> the Lutherans are next door. <laughs> what? And you're like, Jesus Christ. But like in outfit thing, sometimes I'm just like, no. Yeah, so we grab, slams against the door, picks her up, realizes again, again, she's not wearing underwear. Like, she never wears underwear around him. Why could <laughs> we ever put underwear on? Because my thighs are rubbing and that would get in the way. It would be. It's like also, like, it's so funny because she's like, I didn't wear them because, like, it's it's harder to deal with things. And I'm like, what? You need some looser underwear then. Yeah. Like, I put them on and I'm like, this is a tight, great fit. This is comfortable. I bought the size that I need. That's great. My cotton briefs are great. Because it's awesome. And Just, it allows me and it to takes flick the bean if I need to. <laughs> Two seconds to take off. Like, what? It's so fucking weird. Whatever. So they get there. I'll fast forward a little bit. He, like, bends her over a pew at one point. And he's like, smacks that ass. Smacks. But I love his thought process here. I wanted to bend her over a pew because I wanted her to be able to brace and balance herself. The piano was across the sanctuary. Too far. But but the altar, now the altar was just a couple steps away. What would have been my favorite thing ever, this is just like a side note, that if we could have just um, – like so, when you approach the off uh, the author, the altar at a Catholic, <laughs> you're not church, approaching the altar. You have on this to one. you have to bow before you go. I would have fucking screamed out loud if they would have. He would have stopped them and been like, "In the presence of the Lord," bow, and bowed, bitch. and then we go to the altar. I would have bow down, died. bitch. I would have been it for me. We'll so that she did. He gets her up to the altar. He does the liquoroo from behind again. Am I a sacrifice tonight? He's like, only. Are you offering? Very good, lamb. Ew! Stop. Vomit. It's a vom situation for me. So I really didn't like the scene. Well, yeah, that's why it was hot. Like I didn't really enjoy it. It, it's odd. So he gets her up on top of the altar, strips her down, and then he mentions to us that he usually likes to keep um, some item of clothing on. It would have been funny it's if a, he It's was, a dominant thing. It's a dominant thing, but it also would have been funny if he was like, I'm going to keep one sock on and be like, fucking Dobby in this <laughs> <Yeah>. bitch. <laughs> just like, the collar. Just the collar. What's <laughs> up? Like, the collar and his, his dress socks. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to strip bare for her and give this to her. And I'm like. A gift. He, he presents it as a gift to her. I want to be like, boy, you ain't that good looking. Like, enter, nobody trying enter, to see your turtle dick. <laughs> yeah. Enter, enter the God complex that we think that he has. He, you may read this book and not think that at all. Taylor and I saw a God complex. And, and when I was reading, I was like, you know, in um, Devil Wars Prada, which is like florals for spring. Groundbreaking. I was like a priest with a god complex. Groundbreaking. 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 He does. He has a god complex. Like, I'm going to gift her my full nudity. Oh, thank you, Father Bell. Wow. Thank you. So he gets so naked. Kind. Just 
just eat my badge and get it over with. Like, stop. Super. I don't need you to give me your gift of fucking turtle dick and whatever else. Like, I don't, I, you're going to be on top of me. I'm not going to see you anyway. Like, that's my thing. Like, if we're going to talk about logistics here, buddy, like, I'm going to have full view of like your collarbones and your face. That's it. Yeah. So he does that. Like, uses like the cincture. Yes. To so that's tie what I was going to say. But it's so funny is he strut like, so he has to like walk across the altar, but fucking naked, to go to the closet and get what he needs, then come back. Like it's just I'm like I'm just like picturing like the janitor like walking in. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I got back to like this cult thinking because we just read um, her soul to take. And I'm sure the janitor's like, what kind of religion is this? He like looks up at the sign. He's like, oh, this is the Catholic Church. Okay, good. Yeah, just want to make sure I was in the right spot. Got my schedule correct. This must be the wrong night. We're not Catholic tonight. <laughs> this ain't it. So walks back, ties her hands up with his little priest um, robe belt. <laughs> and he's like, you know, puts his, her hands over her head and everything. And then he has, again, like this fucking annoying shame spiral where he's like, this is it. I'm going to break my vow on the altar of the church. The sacrifice Poppy is giving to me. It's just like this, but buddy, just put your dick in her. Like you are naked on the altar. Like it doesn't matter what you do at this point. This church You're done. is disgrace. There's going to be some cleanup that needs to be done. And it's you. <laughs> like It's also like the first time he does that. But he also is the first time that he like gets consent for Poppy to be rough. And then, like, he keeps second-guessing himself. And again, it's like, you need to commit here in this scene. Are you going to be Daddy Bell, the dominant that I love, I think is hot as fuck in this, in this book? Or are you going to be, like, weak little Father Bell, like, poor him? And even Poppy, like, gets frustrated with him. She's like, can you stop asking me, is this okay? Are you ready? Like, just – and I get that. Like, I – when you're with someone, it's, like, constantly – like, sometimes you just – when you just want your man to handle it, you know? Like – handle me i don't need you to keep is this okay are you ready does that hurt is and like this good it's like that's like annoying. this level of making sure it's consensual because he's i mean i get it in the preface of the book because of everything that's happened in the town and tyler consent so is sexy there is should always be consent right so i get that but it is it is like she's already spread her legs on a counter for you buddy like she gave she you tells consent. him to mark her up like specifically at, in this scene and this is where I think it goes back to the point if it was dual point of views, we wouldn't have needed all of this like dialogue here in the middle of these hot ass scenes. Cause this like little breaks in dialogue where all of a sudden he gets like super like clammed up and like insecure. It just ruins the daddy moment. Yeah. And he says like, he wants to give her the the rough sex he wants to give her. And she's he says like, he wants to like punish her in this moment. Well, then fucking do it. She just told you to do it. Yeah. So he does. Um, <laughs> so finally he gets on top of her and he's like, starts going and it's like slow and he's trying to be whatever. And then finally she's like, just do it. So then he like literally, and then she, so there's, Words that we hate that are used, and it's like stabbing, impaling, all of these things. Like I Pointing, hate stabbing, jabbing, 
the way that she like describes him like fucking her or like fingering her, I'm like, can we not use the word stab? That just makes me go, ah, oh, like, don't, no, okay. Okay, that doesn't sound like anything I want to ever happen to me. Thank you. Um, he also starts like communion here with her body. Yeah. And I just didn't like it. Yeah, so he. Was- I see where people do, but I personally was just like, this is so cheesy. I can't. Yeah, so he does. He's like, um, the, like so there's like this part like in catholic mass when um the priest is preparing communion and he's like blood of my blood whatever whatever like body of christ whatever whatever so she's he's doing that with her and saying like he kind of like nips her neck bites her a little bit which you know how i, mean, I, feel I was about, here for it there you know are so many about hot- that. Yes, it's so hot. It's so it is, hot. It is hot. So but it's then like, it annoys me with these little things. I'm just yeah, like, he, oh, he, he doesn't need it. to like talk. He just needs to do it. Like, just do it. <laughs> so he like bites her, licks it up, <clears throat> and then he like says his little inner monologue prayer, and then they fucking go at it. So then they have a ton of sex. It's like rough, whatever sex, and he they he finishes, and then he uses um his prayer like collar yeah, like all thing. Like sacred rope yeah, to like clean her up and then cleans her up with it which i'm like you know who probably does a dry cleaning millie yeah <laughs> like i'm being serious millie yeah. is like the manager and accountant bookkeeper fucking all hands on deck she runs millie, that shit millie about to clean up you'll come father bell what the fuck is wrong yep. with you so and it was just cheesy again like they're on the altar now like cuddling like wrapped in this like sacred cloth and i'm just like this is so cheesy i can't handle it and then the next scene just continued to like piss me off well she says she, like, goes to write what him. it just really pissed fucking me off. pissed me off at the end of it when poppy was like this chapter ends with amen i'm like oh my god shut yeah, up enough uh, well then like getting this point after they like cuddle on the thing they're like now deciding to talk about like poppy brings up like what happens now you broke your vow and instead of, like, actually having this full conversation, she, like, hops on top. Well, he, he like, totally is, like, well, what do, what do you want to happen now? Like, no, just answer the question, mister. So yeah, like, like, you're I the decision fuck you maker again. here. I want to fuck you again. So she climbed on top of him and was riding him. And I don't like this because, again, it puts Poppy in this place of, like, this seductive harlot with, like, the scarlet A on her chest because she is now, oh, I'm feeling insecure about what he's going to say. So now I'm going to use sex to get closer back to him. She hops on him again. And then she starts this conversation where she's basically telling him that she loves him in so many words. And he is just like, don't say it. Not yet. It'll change everything. Everything's already changed. Exactly. It was like this moment where I just wanted to strangle both of them. Like you stop being little kids and like have these tough conversations. And honestly, Tyler, here's why I didn't like Tyler. He was in the the point of like, not power here, but like he had more to lose than Poppy here. And Poppy's not going, he has to make the decision here. Poppy doesn't have to. He's the one that has to make this big decision. So like put her out of her misery and put quit putting it on her. Yeah, like you just make the decision. So this leads to like a tiff situation for them. You know, like they're in a tiff, whatever. This finishes, they leave, they have a couple days at her house. All these things like keep happening where they have sex, they try to have a conversation, they don't. There is a moment when they're back in his rectory that really was a fit offensive to me. <laughs> and 
it was whenever they're talking about Lizzie again. And Poppy brings up the fact that like she wonders if the reason he holds back with her during sex is because of Lizzie. And if it makes Tyler afraid that he'll like do what was done to Lizzie to someone else. And his, he ends up telling her like, maybe, I don't know. Like when I was in college, I discovered that I liked it this way, but it was difficult because I found a girl who was confident and smart and full of self-respect. She didn't want the sex to be rough. But if I found a girl who liked it rough and the reason she liked it that way was because she had some emotional issue. So fucked I'm up. sorry. Like that's, that's offensive. That is so, so offensive. Offensive. So not cool. And this is where I really start to like Poppy a lot because she's like, um, I don't like it rough because I'm emotionally damaged. Like I was raised fine. Like I I just like it. <laughs> yeah, like this is my kink. Buddy. There's nothing wrong with me, buddy. I just really I hated I hated that. Well, I hated and it, it, it gives you it like really makes me not. It like gives him. points back to Poppy because again we don't have her point of view, but we get her point of view a little bit here. And you're like, okay, yeah, like yeah, she's temptress, whatever, whatever. She know, like yes, she did seduce him in a way. Um, but he's going continuing for the wrong reasons because he hasn't taken time to like really know Poppy, and he's yeah. like in love with her. Which is so and annoying. Then, and then he like doesn't get the time to like actually spend time there and get to know her. But then he's like shocked whenever, oh my god, she's actually a kind person and helps with pancake breakfast. Like he's like shocked by that, or like he's shocked that she's like this businesswoman when he sees like this like MBA side of her where she helps with the church business. It's like, yeah, maybe if you would stop thinking with your dick and actually spend time with her, not fucking her, you would have a little more self like more respect for her. Well, it's not even respect. It's like. He just judges her right off the bat because she's a pretty woman and likes rough sex. Like, it's so it's it's so annoying. It was just one of those levels of inconsistencies for me. Even with Poppy's character, she goes from, like, this harlot-type person to now she's, like, the one that's kind of busting his balls a little bit here. She keeps going in with, like, I'm not going to be the person that makes you do this. Like, you're going to have to figure this out on your own. What kind of position do you think you're putting me in? And I love that part of her. She did have these tough conversations. But it's inconsistent for me, again, at the end, whenever, again, we're assuming you read the book, she, like, cheats on him with Sterling to make him leave, and it's her reasoning is because, oh, I just couldn't tell you what I was feeling. No, you've told him. It's inconsistent. Well, you've told him he didn't listen and then made you feel bad for it. It was just so, yeah, it was just another level of inconsistency for me that just really bothered me with, with the story part of it. But anyway, we'll go back to the fun part of the smut. <laughs> we'll go back. So the next sex scene is... um they have anal for the first time. So after this tiff situation happens, she goes MIA. Yeah, for she, like three days. Yeah, to, he doesn't know think, where she is, which she should have. Yes. Don't think it off, Tyler. You should be taking a look and at yourself. Yeah, like we. This is the time. Like you need a mirror. Take a long, hard look in it. So he, you know, is like creeper car, like creeper looking for cars in the driveway. It's not there. Finally, she comes back. He talks shows about up how, for confession. Shows up. He's like, she's like trying to talk to him like about what's going on. And Tyler immediately goes into Father Bell and was like, well, would you like to do confession today? And she's like, oh, I see how it's going to be. Like, so he's like, let's go into my office. Goes into the office. He says, I want to fuck you in the ass, basically. I want to take. She like tells him in the confession. Of course, her confession always turned like dirty. And. She's like, let me tell you what I fantasized last night. And it's like about her like fucking her in the ass. So then he's like, my office, 
now. And they go. <laughs> and like you know with any anal, there's some prep involved. Okay? I will say I did enjoy of all anal scenes that we've read. This one did not – okay, the holy oil of it all bothered me. But but if you take away the holy oil and him being in the church office, logistically, I enjoyed this anal scene. Yeah, it wasn't bad. He starts fingering they like, her. They, yeah, like, fall to the floor in, like, their hurry of, like, locking the door. They, like, fall down on the floor. He, like, ends up fucking her. And then all of a sudden he's like, I want to put it in your ass. And she's like, okay. Let She's me give like, you my oils. oh my God. And then he's like, oh, man, I don't know if I have anything, but like, I think I know I have something that can help this situation. Goes and gets, goes and gets holy oil. Holy oil, if you guys know, is used during baptisms or last rites. It's blessed by the bishop. Um, it's, it's so now her ass a big is deal. blessed by the bishop. So he uses Talk that. Talk about an ass. Rubs the holy oil on his dick and then tells her while he's fucking her that I am blessing you from the inside out. Yeah, I'm anointing you now. I'm sanctifying you from the inside out. Again, the God complex. I can't. Either be Daddy Bell and just fuck or her don't. With the holy oil. We don't need this extra dialogue of you being, which I thought I did think it was Keep weird. up the other dirty talk. The other dirty talk in the scene was great. Kate agrees with me. We talked about it the other night. Not the whole, not this like part of it, but like later on when he's back to being Daddy Bell, the things he says that I, those things were fantastic for me. It's just, it's just everything else. All of that. So this happens, and then then he shows up to give her Lizzie's rosary. <gasps> That's right. And I just have whiplash at this point from his constant changes of the heart. Like my neck physically hurts from it. Um, but yeah, he's like thinking about how once again, something has shifted and changed. He realizes it's because he shared stories about Lizzie to Poppy. So he finally realizes his choice to be priest is wrapped up in his mission to avenge Lizzie, which we already know. He decides to visit Poppy at her house and give her this gift of Lizzie's rosary as a way to officially mark their relationship, start a new beginning, a gift to show Poppy what she meant to him and this divine transformation. Okay, whatever. It was just like, I get the gift, right? Like, I get it. It, it um, was a good gift. It was, it was just, it's great. The inner log, I can't. Look, I'm just glad they actually use the rosary breeds to pray here and not as anal beads because I was ready for that. That was to a come. win. That, that was a win for them. We'll finish up the scene here. They pray the Apostles' Creed together. And then he, like, instantly gets hard from them, like, praying together over these beads. I, well, she wants to learn okay. the rosary. There are a lot of prayers that are very common to. Christianity in general, and then Catholicism. So they, when she goes to do this, my only immediate Catholic thought was like, well, that's a task, girl. Like you should, <laughs> we should start with a Hail Mary. Let's learn the Hail Mary and then you'll be good. Like then you can, may, you know. Maybe you, we'll get there. And that will help you 75% of rosary. So time goes on. They continue this whole Roller coaster, repetitive cycle that we keep discussing. So we're just going to move on. Um, and eventually, Sterling, evil toxic ex, shows up to the church. <laughs> Why do I keep saying it like that? Church. church. He's at the church. And he's basically there to size up his competition because Sterling wants Poppy to be his mistress. Even though Poppy keeps telling him no. 
Sterling um, walks in, just a dick, a swinging. Oh, like if it, like if Daddy Bell ever need to come forward, it would be in this moment. Like you yeah, got a big Sterling knows too. everything. Because <laughs> Sterling <laughs> is like dominant daddy in 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 Father Bell's sanctuary. Okay, but we never get something clarified here if he has still been following her or this made me think, Poppy, what you doing on the side, bitch? I think he's following her still is the vibe I got. Oh, yeah, because he because has the – Because then – Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, because go Because in this conversation, Tyler's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just her priest and her friend. And he ends up like basically saying how like he's been following Poppy. He has these pictures of – Poppy and Tyler together. And he's there just like big dick on the table. I can fuck you up if you don't like stop what you're doing with my girl. Tyler's like, you're a fucking stalker and a creep. Get the fuck away from me. So now we have like, okay, Sterling's around. Sterling's around, but he also has pictures. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. I just went through all that. <laughs> I'm in – I promise, guys, I'm in the podcast too. <laughs> Continue. She just zones me out over here, guys. No, it's because I'm thinking of the words you say and then letting them roll around <laughs> in my mind and then they come back out. <laughs> just use so many big words for you. <laughs> anyways, anyways, moving on. I'm glad Taylor is awake now. Yeah, we go through the whole picture thing. He leaves. And, of course, like, Poppy's MIA again. And so Tyler's like, oh, my God, where could she be? What is she doing? So then Sterling texts him another picture of, like, her with him. And I felt for Tyler here. Poppy, what the fuck are you doing? I would have been livid. How dare you? you? Like, and she sits there and she's like, I don't want to be treated that way with Sterling. And you're with him? (laughs) Yeah. And... Eventually, like, what does Tyler do? He goes home and he does push-ups while he drinks scotch. <laughs> okay. While listening, whilst listening whilst. <laughs> to old B Spears on full volume. Blast. In the church. Could you just let me let me let me just back it up? I want you, Hallie, you and I. We're like, oh gosh, let's take a nice little stroll around our neighborhood. <laughs> And then there's the church. And then all of a sudden, you're just, we like pass, you know, maybe the back of the church where I'm assuming yeah. the basement is. And it's just like, oh, and it's just like, upside did it again. Or man, like, or like sobbing. stronger. Or stronger. Yeah. Stronger than yesterday. <laughs> and it's just like. <laughs> While push-ups. While push-ups. <laughs> like, could you imagine? I would be like, what the fuck is going on? That this, church. And this is why people don't become Catholic. There's that. Like, this is why we run from the church. This is it. Because there's someone going through an existential crisis <laughs> indoors. Oh, my God. That's funny. So he's having his moment in his rectory. And knock, knock. Poppy finally shows up like the next afternoon. Finds him completely belligerent and drunk, like, just in this state. She's, like, still wearing her clothes and makeup from the night before. He's pissed. I would be pissed, too. 
again, I would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? If I had some guy that I was fucking and he just like ditched pieces out for his ex that's in town and then shows up that he like he's been out all night with them and then shows up to my apartment, I would be like, get the fuck out. Spurped. <laughs> Taylor, I need you to focus. <laughs> I just said, like, it wasn't a burp, but you know when you're throat, I went to talk and my throat went, Bleh. okay, I'm sorry, I'm back. Please don't edit these things out. Keep them in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have so just, this is where I hated Poppy. It's just so inconsistent with the character. I, the character development was like a, it wasn't a bell curve. It was just like a wave, like up, down, up, down, up, down, do a loop, come back, reverse it, up, down, up, down, and there's her character. And I- Whatever, I've already said it 500 times, so I'm just not going to say it again, but this is another example of what I'm talking about. What's your favorite S- sentence? Hold on. It's not an excuse. It's just an explanation. Yeah, it's not an excuse. It's just an explanation. My therapist <laughs> taught me that, so fuck off. I just, <laughs> just like kidding. it. I use it in my own day. <laughs> I know. I know. So, like, he's like, I'm going to punish her, and I'm going to be daddy-dominant, pissy, Father Bell, whatever. And so he like turns her around, makes her bend over, and he just like jacks off to her vagina and her asshole. And she's mad. What happened? Oh, she's like, excuse me. She's like turning around. You're not even gonna let me watch. Like, you're not gonna give it to me, and I can't even lay (laughs) eyes on your fucking huge penis (laughs) that's about to ejaculate. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, like, I'm just like, what is the last thing I want to watch Steve? And then he, like, comes all over her day-old clothes because he's, like, so hung up on these, like, clothes from the last, like, from last night. So he's like, I'm just going to jerk off on him. He calls yeah. it an explosive ejaculation. <laughs> like, I'm going to ruin these clothes. You can never wear them again. Like, okay. I'm going to mark her with my semen. It's like, just, like, fucking go away. I was waiting for him just to piss on her at this point. but yeah. Like, lift his leg. You're mine. Yeah. You're mine. So then he's, like, She's like, whatever, get in the shower, you're drunk. She, like, cleans him up, puts him to bed like a child, tells him to sleep it off. When they wake up, though, she has a plan. Oh, poppy girl. She has a plan, but when he wakes up, she's not there, and then she, like, arrives, like, five minutes later, and he's like, you, you left? <laughs> you left? Oh, my God. <laughs> she like, had to change her clothes because you came you on You fucking then. came on her clothes. <laughs> like, let her get a shower in and, like – you're fucking drunk. Like, oh my God, such a, just a fucking dude. Like, who, who could you leave me in my time of need? Like, I was going to, I told you to leave five times. I told Hallie at this part of the book, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm out. This is, this, this is, I can't. But I told her to hang on because of chapter 20. This book, this chapter for me, like saved the whole book. I will reread this chapter probably multiple times in my life. Just the chapter, not the book, just the chapter. Thank you for this excerpt. Yeah. (laughs) She she has this like plan that she knows that Tyler is pissed and he still wants to like punish her and like bring out these like dominant tendencies that he has, but he's holding himself back. He's being a little bitch about it. So she's like, you know what? Maybe we should just stop fucking in the church and then you might could relax a little. Maybe. I'm glad it took 20 chapters to get here, but now we're here. We leave the church. She's like, I have a surprise for you. She drives him to the motherfucking club. Where she works. 
the, the strip club, the super secret hidden strip club. Super secret, 60 floors up, ain't nobody allowed unless you're a rich bitch. Yeah. I'm like, on the way there, they like address like what happened and why he was so mad. And it was because like he thought she was cheating on him. And I'm only pointing this out because, again, it's like another part of the story that just doesn't make sense by the end. She's like vehemently being like, you're not going to lose me or lose your God. I'll never cheat on you. It's not in my nature. Okay, but then, like, the next chapter, she, like, does all of that. Uh, okay, whatever. It it's just doesn't like, make sense, but okay. Uh, <laughs> and, like, she ends up, like, telling him telling him she, like, loves him finally. And here we go. We're at the club. And it is Daddy Bell's turn in her private room. She enters this, like, private room. The boss lets her use whenever she wants. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> she enters... She, like, puts him in the room, and then she leaves. She enters the room in a blue wig and a champagne-colored silk lingerie set with a champagne silk bow around her neck. I actually thought it was pretty hot. Oh, I – the whole scene, start to finish, you will not like, hear one negative thing come out of my mouth. The lingerie, I was like, girl. Okay, girlfriend. I want some of that in her Let's cotton candy it. blue wig. Like, Yes! Okay, Nicki Minaj. Like, yes! She is a – Britney Spears' Womanizer is the song that is playing here, just so you know. Womanizer, womanizer. Yeah. Womanizer. Just think of, think of this song in, in the background as we go through this, um, this scene. So she like, walks in, and she like, asks for his wallet. And I love how she like, already has like $1,000 in cash ready for him oh she got more than that oh yeah like knowing that he's like this poor priest that has nothing to his name so here let me let me let me let me fit your wallet out with some cash and then give it back to me yeah let me okay so like she goes there gives him the cash she then is like i want to play, play a game. game and um i don't care when anyone asks to play a game because we grew up in the saw era i'm always like Waiting Run. for that little fucking tricycle man to like Run. Come out of- <laughs> do not play this Run. game. <laughs> Cranking the chainsaws out back. <laughs> so she has this game, and he is just gonna be the client, and she is just the dancer, and that there are certain rules in the club, and he has to pay her for what he wants. So she like starts dancing on the pole for him. So hot. I bet she is killing it. I bet she is just she has like a Juilliard dance degree. Like She's killing the motherfucking game, okay? He, like, continues to make these, like, references to, like, God and how he's, like, King Herod. And I'm just like, spare me. Enjoy the moment. Quit being a priest. Turn it off. Like, we're done. We're not even near this. You've literally – you're not a priest. Like, you're done. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You are the client. Stop it. So then she, like, gives him a lap dance and tells him that he has to pay if he wants to touch her. And he's like, I bet you do this with all the guys who come here. And she's like, just you. (laughs) (laughs) So then she's like, you know, I never let guys do this. But if you want, I'll let you see my vagina. But, like, you Um, didn't let it because that's how you met him in your first confessional. But, okay, cool. Got it. So she's, like, on this, like, stage. Legs are spread 
He's paying her some money. Dollar bills are flying. She, like, gives him a show. And this, like, cat and mouse game continues. And it's hot as fuck. He, like, fingers her on the stage at one point, And he's like, if I make you come, do you have to pay me? You sassy daddy bell. Then he starts to, like, unbutton his jeans. He wants to get a little blowjob in. He pays her for it. He starts using this bow tie around her neck as a fucking leash. Like, she is a dog on a leash. Dirty dog on a leash. Yeah. He, like, I love how he's like, I make a knot, though, so it doesn't choke her. (laughs) Bitch, she wants to be choked. (laughs) I think it's the least of her worries right now. Yeah. Um... The dirty talk is just really elite in this scene. I'm not going to talk about it because I'll just blush the entire time. <laughs> but it's hot. If you read the scene, you know what I'm talking about. Then, like, my favorite part, a part that I didn't even know I was going to enjoy. At one point, he is, like, talking about how he's going to, like, fuck her or something. So he, like, gets all the money left in his wallet and, like, throws the cash on the floor and tells her to pick it up with her motherfucking mouth on her hands and knees. So that he can see her ass. I loved it. And her badge from behind. Loved it. He's being, like, the actual daddy-dominant aggressive male here to the end. And it's fantastic. Fantastic. Until... We get ready to have sex, and he's like, oh, I can't do you, doggy, because I'm just going to be really mean to you, and I'm going to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And Poppy's literally like, what the fuck do you think we're doing here? This is why I brought you here. So that you fuck could me, unleash. Hurt me. I want this. Well, and it's like, it so so she, he could, like, unleash yes. finally and be what he wanted, not in any restraints where anyone would know him. Like, dude, if you're going to do it, do it now. Yeah, this is this your time. Is it. This is, like, this is why she brought you here. Like, and it's also like, shut up, Father Bell, because (laughs) you already fucked her on an altar and like, oh, fucked her with the holy oils. Like, yeah, the the secret room is just so much worse. Like, Jesus (laughs) Christ. Like, I just, it's just him I have an issue with. Daddy Bell's great. Father Bell, Tyler Bell, Father Bell needs to get out. Okay. See ya. So he ends up like, yeah, you're right. They're back into it. He bends her over the couch, fucks her like a little whore that she is. She finally gets what she wants. And then we somehow, at the very end of this all, he's like, relates this back to their chuppa, their marriage tent. And she is his betrothed. I think it's a huppa. <laughs> it's C-H-U-P-P-A. Yeah, but yeah, but I think it's like a huppa, you know? <laughs> Because you know why? I, I know have this. no idea what that means. I just said chuppa. No, 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 no. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like meet the fuckers or something. Where does the huppa get burnt down? What movie is Game that? of Thrones. <laughs> no. There's this funny movie with like old Owen Wilson or somebody, and oh, that a, is. But it was like an arbor. Yes, but that's a huppa. And- no, he builds. <laughs> he's like, I built you a huppa. For your religion oh, of Jewish thing, uh, Huppa. Huh. Well, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to say Chuppa here because that's what it's written. <laughs> it's a good old Chuppa. <laughs> and it's like this strip club is their marriage tent. And she is his betrothed now. Oh, okay. So now he decides in this moment he's going to marry this bitch. Okay. 
He comes two all months, over our face. We're two months in. And seen. I wish if that happened to me, if all I had to do was take a secret room, it would have saved me four years. Four Same. years. I wouldn't have had to move in. We'd have to work this have, hard. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to like pretend to be a mini wife, like give him the show before the show. Like, yeah. If only I would have known. We should have read this sooner. It takes me two, oh, two months break. <laughs> I'm done. Um, so then, like, the scene's over. They go back. And, like, the next day at church, in the middle of Mass, he just decides, I'm going to propose because this is what God's been telling me this whole time. I finally figured it out. The super secret code God's been telling me is that I need to marry this girl. And you know what? Right here, right now, this is going to be my final Mass. He doesn't even talk to Poppy about this. No, he just makes these decisions church. on his own. Yeah. Poppy's like in church and he's just like, what he says is beautiful. It was great. Oh, his homily is beautiful. Amazing. But it's a very clear message of like something's up. Like, yeah. Poppy like we, knows. Poppy's like, oh God, he's going to leave the church. For me. And I can't bear it. I'm finally getting what I want, but God forbid he actually do it. So what does he do? Church ends. She goes back home. Somehow, like, gets Sterling over at her house. He's, like, picking flowers in the garden on the way over. <laughs> Wrapping <laughs> it with yarn from the children's <laughs> yeah. classroom. Children's church. And shows up at her house and finds her making out with old Sterling in her bedroom. And then just, like, leaves. Nothing. Just pieces poof, out. Poof. Well, you have to mention, though, before, like, before he goes over to Poppy's, he calls the bishop and leaves a oh, voicemail yeah. that he's done. He's he not being a priest anymore. You're right. He's done. He leaves Poppy's. Of course. I will say, when this happened, my mouth is on the fucking floor. This happened in chapter 21 of, like, a, a 22 in a 25-chapter book. I was just like, <gasps> excuse so mad. me? So he like leaves. He's heartbroken. I feel for him. He goes to see Father Jordan to it was confess. Like his men- his mentor. It was like his best friend. Like they went to uh, divinity school together. They were roommates for a couple years. So he goes to Father Jordan's to confess. And he had tried to go to Father Jordan previously. We should talk about it to confess about Poppy. And Father Jordan just like knew already about his whole predicament and basically refused to hear his confession. And he was like. I'm not going to listen to you right now because you're not ready to quit or to stop this or have a decision. So I'm, I'm not going to absolve you. Like, you need to go and figure this out, and then you can come back to me. So this is like the second time he comes to Father Jordan, always happens. And Father Jordan sees that he is not in a good state at all, takes his confession. He tells Father Jordan everything. So he's like, great. He's going to stay at Father Jordan's. It's like 2 a.m. The bishop calls him at Father Jordan's and tells him that – the pictures of him and Poppy that Sterling had are now all over social media. They've been leaked. And basically, he just, you know, Father, the bishop's like, I don't want to have to fire you, but like, this is bad. So Tyler ends up quitting. And it reminded me of that thing on um, TikTok, which is like, <laughs> you're done. Like, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so just to wrap up this book with two chapters left. This is what happens, like, as quick as I'm going to say it. He quits. He, like, goes off to Africa for seven, eight months. To dig wells. Dig wells. 
comes back, decides, I need closure from Poppy. Oh, 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 wait, we didn't get to. He also, before he went to Kenya or Africa, he also one night goes out with his brother, Sean, to back to the strip club, hoping that he will see her. This made She's me- not there. But guess what? She left Lizzie's rosary at the strip club for In an envelope. someone at the club to, like, give him this rosary back. So let's say, let's say he was like, I'm going to stay a priest. That man wasn't ever fucking coming back to that, to that club. motherfucking club. Like, that Correct. was never going to happen. It just worked out because, obviously, like, this is in the real world and we get to make up stories that work. Mm-hmm. And But, like, real life, also on top of this, she has – we are not in the 1800s. Like, there's FedEx. Mm-hmm. There's also, like, if, even if she didn't know where he was, um, send it to motherfucking Millie. Yeah. Like, it she me- had a friendship with and knew that was she was best friend with Tyler. So, like – it's not some like offhanded thing. It's like something that meant so much to Tyler, and then it was just like just, kind of you left it. Yeah, you just left it at a strip club for him to maybe one day pick up. So fucking stupid. Where that was dumb. That was a dumb plot thing. And he's like pissed off by it, and he doesn't Don't know where blame she's him. at. Yeah, she's just, he assumes that she's back in New York, living her life with Sterling. So he goes off to Africa, dig whales, and realizes that finally. Um, he can still be a man of God and not be a priest. He can go like do mission work and go back to school and like live his life for God, but not as a priest, which is what he does. So he like comes back from his trip. He's like talking to Father Jordan again. He's like, I just really want closure. I want her to keep his rosary because it's for her. The end. I just need to have his closure with her nine months later. So he ends up like finding her. I don't forget how well, he, he finds goes. Her. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to. He also says, "I'm gonna." He wants to get a graduate degree, so he's like, "I'm gonna go to Princeton, which is in New Jersey." New Jersey. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're yep. Right. Goes to Princeton. Does that. He gets all settled in. He kind of tries to look for her, look her up, all this stuff, and then she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna." Because this whole time he has thought that she left with Sterling. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's right. He goes to these okay, Yeah. Okay. So then he goes to, so he gets settled at Princeton, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, before I have classes start, I have a few days. I'm going to go try to find her. But I guess the best way I could go find her is go where I think she is. And that's just Sterling's office. So she, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Because this shows you how much Sterling just like not give a fuck. And he was like, oh, hey, buddy. So he like works it out. And I guess his way of getting in, which we didn't mention is so funny since these pictures had been leaked, there had been like a, the Tylerettes and it yeah. was like, he gets like social media famous. He's on like entertainment he's, tonight. Yeah. At one like, point, like this whole story. Cause he's a hot priest. So like, yeah, everyone's freaking out. So they blow it up. So then he goes to Sterling's office. The front desk receptionist realizes who he is through his social media stuff. She lets him get an appointment with Sterling. He walks into Sterling's office and Sterling's like, well, hey there, Father Bell. How's it going, buddy? Like nothing has happened. And it just shows you like how much like Father Bell had all of this shit in his head, like about what he thought about the Sterling relationship. When Sterling doesn't give a fuck, it was just a game to Sterling. So that's why I didn't like Tyler as a storyteller. Yeah. It brought up all these inconsistencies. Because he's, he's an inconsistent person. Yes. So we get through their conversation. He, Sterling reveals that he doesn't know where Poppy is, but 
He does know that the Danforth Foundation, from his own little research, um, just bought a dance studio, which is ding, ding, ding. That's her because she likes to dance. That's nugget. nugget. That's Juilliard. <laughs> That's Poppy. So he's like, okay. So he gets that information. He then goes to the studio. And no She's one's not there. She's not there, but he sees the church. Church. He sees a church across the way. That's right. And he down just the knows block. God is telling him to go to this church. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go have my peaceful time with God. So he walks into church, and who the <laughs> fuck is in the pew? Just her alone, of course. Just her. There would be obviously no one else in the church because that would make <laughs> no sense. Because only Poppy Because and- they're about to have sex again in the church, but it's fine. So he like Goes behind her. He's like commenting on how watching her worship God is so hot or whatever. <laughs> and puts his hand on her shoulder and she's like, Tyler. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God, this is so stupid. So he like sits down in the pew with her. He, she gets on his lap, like sits on his lap. And he's like, I've loved you. I've always loved you. And he realizes in this moment that he still, no matter what, it's been nine months. But he still wants to marry Poppy. So what does this mother clucka do? Gets on down on one knee. He's got no ring. He ain't got nothing. And he proposes to her. Yep. And Poppy's like, oh, yes. Yes. So then, then. They bang it out in the pew. The only way to, like, consummate this newly big moment in their relationship is to do it exactly how it started. To fuck. And not. In the church. His own church, another church. Yeah. That's open 24 <laughs> 7. And then don't get me started on this fucking epilogue. We're not even going to talk about it because I just don't like it. And I, I don't, don't either. It's, in Poppy's po- it's like Poppy's point of view. But they it's also- in the form of another confession. And it's like their wedding day and they're banging it out and like quoting Latin to each other and like song of songs and like the fucking actually that's one last thing I got to mention here because I didn't get that out in the beginning is just the small references of Latin like shut the fuck up (laughs) you don't need to be like do not recite Latin to me my face would literally be like so do you want can we try Italian Spanish anything but I would look at you in the eyes and I would say, do you want me to put on a Southern accent for you? Because that's all I got to offer in this situation. Because, <laughs> like. Well, bless your heart. <laughs> like. So, guys, that was it. There it is. There's the book. Woo! And we're done. <laughs> oh, po- poppy, poppy, poppy. Okay. Hallie, before we sign off here, do you have any final thoughts? Okay. My final thought is to wrap this all up. We really did try not to bash this book or anything like that. We appreciated the author for going for it. We did enjoy the smut of it. It just wasn't our favorite, but that's okay. If it was yours, fantastic. Clearly, it's a lot of people's favorites because I've seen it everywhere on social media. Yeah, please don't come for us. Like, we're just being honest. Correct. And I think we're just... We tried to point out the things that we did enjoy. Hopefully, we got that point across to you. It was really fun to talk about. And if anything, what this book did was provide a space to have a conversation about sexuality and religion. And I think that is a very important conversation to be had and to be heard. 
And I, on that scope, I really enjoyed and agreed with Sierra Simone's point of sexuality in religion. The religion aspect of this book, I agreed with almost wholeheartedly. Almost. Oh, it was be- like I will say it again Loved and again it. and again and again. It is in a religion standpoint, in a smut standpoint, it is beautifully written. There's just like we said, there's some plot inconsistencies. And you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Hallie and I have to say this. A lot of the books that we read are big fat series that have big old world buildings, big yes. old character development, and things like that. So we might be a little jaded for the one standalone, well, it's not a standalone, but in a sense, standalone book of you know, when it comes to smut. So we didn't really want to do a series. We didn't want to be committed to a whole series this early in our podcast. But because we loved Her Soul to Take by Harley LaRue, we are going to go back to um, the second book that she she like released it like two days after we finished recording that episode. I know. And I didn't realize like it was about to come out. So then I like immediately went and like binge read the second book called Her Soul for Revenge and it was about Juniper and Zane. I literally read it within I think like 18 hours and I was texting Taylor like holy shit you're going to die. It's so good. So we are going to pick back up with that. We're going to do Her Soul for Revenge by Harley Roof our next episode. Um but that's pretty much in like the series world. After that we'll pick something else. Um yeah, and give us like hit us up in the DMs. Let us know what you think. You can always reach out to us at Let's Talk About Smud Podcast on Instagram. Or if you would like to have a more private conversation, you can talk to us on Let's Talk About Smud at gmail.com. Please talk to us. We love talking about books. Oh my God, please talk to us. And sex. <laughs> Just tell me it all. And we are available on Apple iTunes now. So feel free to give us a rating. If you'd like, go back and listen to some other episodes. You can get a feel for good old H and T. And with yeah, that, we definitely like if you listen to more, you get more of our background and more of our humor. This was also a different episode. It was more discussion. Usually we do a book breakdown. So thanks for joining us. Yep. And uh we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>